This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. This SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters, and today's SciCast, we preview tomorrow's game with Oklahoma State. Eric Heff joins me to talk about this strength versus strength showdown between Iowa State's defense and Oklahoma State's offense. Plus, how do the Cyclones keep moving their offense forward? We hope you'll enjoy our game preview with Eric Heff. Eric, we've seen Oklahoma State as a, an opponent that the games have been very competitive, very close, very high scoring, and yet Oklahoma State has found a way to rally and win the last three uh, during the Matt Campbell era. Um, but they've been fascinating games. Uh, very interesting. Fun to watch uh, if you didn't care who wins. Unfortunately, uh, I care who wins, so I didn't really like the ending of them for sure. You know, but I think especially the first two of that three uh, Oklahoma State had a better football team. I mean, they were you know nine, ten win teams in those years, and Iowa State was you know uh, trying to find its way up the, up the ranks. And last year maybe a little different. Maybe they were pretty comparable, but uh, they had better teams, and they were able to have uh, their players make enough plays to win. And they've had a lot of really good players, and I look at them this year. There's a whole bunch of really good players out there again, and. and in some ways, uh, mimicking the speed uh, we saw last week from TCU. You know, TCU was a team that was making a lot of explosive plays, and Iowa State did a great job limiting that. But Oklahoma State makes more explosive plays probably than anybody. How big a factor is that in this week's game, just Iowa State being able to keep Oklahoma State from getting four or five explosive plays, maybe hold them to one or two? Well. I think the explosive plays are important. I think, on the other hand, uh, if that explosive play goes for 40 yards and, and you're able to make the play, it doesn't go for a touchdown, this defense has that bend-don't-break mentality. So, obviously, it's important to limit those plays, but I think the main thing is don't give up scores on those plays. And I think Iowa State's defense is geared to do that. And uh, they'll be stretched today because uh, I really think uh, Oklahoma State has as good a balance on their offense you know, whether it be in types of run game, whether it's option, it's handoff to a tremendous running back, uh, throwing screens, uh, throwing the ball deep. I mean, they have a great mix of, of and the ability to do about anything on offense, which that's very stressful. We know that Iowa State is capable of pressuring a quarterback. They've been kind of picking their spots. Is this a game where maybe they come right after Cornelius and try to Get him off his spot, get him out of his comfort zone. Well, he's a pretty big dude, yeah. and he's hard to bring down. I was watching the Boise game the other day, and they had him in his sights three or four times and couldn't get him down, and boom, a big play happened. So uh, you kind of roll the dice. One thing I like about Iowa State, though, uh, I think they can afford to do it a little bit more uh, because of, of the great play they're getting out of their secondary. I mean, I think DeAndre Payne and, and Brian Peavy at the corners are playing tremendous football. The safeties, uh, are better than we expected, uh, maybe uh, and even maybe better than we hoped. I think Iowa State's getting really good play there. And you throw in the linebackers who've been really good in pass coverage, Willie Harvey, you know, Marcel Spears, I think that gives you the flexibility to maybe roll the dice a little bit more. Uh, but as John Haycock said a little bit ago to us, I mean, if you go, you better get him. Uh, otherwise, you are exposed a little bit. But I, Iowa State on the back end is playing so well right now that maybe you got a shot at doing that. Well, if you're going to go, and you're going to go try to go get him, there's a good chance that Will McDonald's on the field. And uh, we saw a little glimpse of what he's capable of last week. Well, very, very athletic. Uh, innate ability, uh, I think, to rush the passer. But he has elite physical skills. Uh, 
undersized, uh, but sometimes that quickness, what he gains in quickness more than offsets that. Uh, he, not at this point in his career right now, 220 or 225 pounds, he's going to be in there on running situations. I think the key for Iowa State, we talk about bringing pressure, will be to control the run game to get them in passing situations. You know, I think uh, they have a great passing attack, but they want to run the football. And they'll kill you running the football if you don't stop it. They won't even bother passing. So that's going to be number one. Get them behind the chains. That's when you can bring in Will McDonald and your pass rush group and maybe be able to get him at that point. But uh, until you stop the run, you've got to be very careful about what you do. Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to sponsor Iowa Farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Iowa State offensively has to establish something in this game because Oklahoma State's going to score some. Iowa State has to find a way to get its offense untracked. Well, these games the last three years have been high scoring. Even last year against Iowa, when Iowa State's defense was playing really well, uh, they had some, <laughs> a lot of tremendous players, you know, uh, that are playing in the NFL right now. So, uh, you know, Mason Rudolph and, you know, uh, James, Washington. James Washington both playing for my Steelers now. Uh, big, big play kind of guys. Yeah, they're going to be able to score some points, I think. Uh, but Iowa State has to find ways to do something on offense. They've not been very good. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. Uh, they've got to be able to run the ball better. And they've got to get better quarterback play, too. Uh, the whole offense has to step up. Now, uh, being an optimist, one of the things I saw, uh, they were able to drive the football down the field in the fourth quarter on the road, you know, needing a score to tie the game. Uh, and they were able to do it. And they were able to do it with an offensive line that really fired off the ball, uh, created some openings. So I'm going to take that as the positive that maybe that's what you can build on. Uh, Coach Campbell thinks these guys are tough in the offensive line, and as they continue to learn to work together, uh, this will maybe be probably the third week in a row you've had the same starting group in the offensive line. I think that's a real positive. Uh, so if, if they can, offensive line can do its job, get the run game going with or without David Montgomery. We don't know what his status is going to be. Uh, there are a host of other guys I think can really carry the mail back there, uh, but somebody's going to have to step up and do it, starting with that offensive line. You know, there's uh, a stretch of games going on right now that is as rugged as any team is playing in the country. And people look at Iowa State's record and say they're one and three, they must not be that good. I think a lot of us that are close to the program feel like this is a pretty good football team that is capable of a big breakthrough. And if they have a big breakthrough, they could ride it for a while. I mean, the second half of that schedule sets up where you could get on a real positive roll. A win this week would be a huge step in the right direction. Well, it would, you know. I think one of the dangers that I saw looking at the schedule going into the season was it is so front-end heavy uh, that a loss of confidence that that could create could make that back end just as tough as the front end. And that's why I, I love the attitude of these guys, but eventually they're going to have to start getting some rewards. Uh, so this would be a really big one. You know, next week you're going to have a top 10 team uh, in all likelihood coming in here uh, in West Virginia. Another great opportunity. Uh, they need to find a way to get a couple of these games. And, and once they do, I, I do think this can be a really good football team. Uh, the defense has over the past you know two seasons now given Iowa State a chance every single game. You know, can't remember a stretch in Iowa State history where that was the case. Well I know in the last forty five years it's never happened. <laughs> so so I'm pretty sure. Uh, so this team can uh, can win games if the offense starts producing a little bit more. Not that the defense, you know, 
doesn't have to step it up a little bit too. They've been great. Uh, Got to be better on third down. I think that's one area where you know, just inches short of making plays that you know, could have maybe turned the game around. But they've done more than their share so far. Offense needs to take the next step, and I'm sure Matt Campbell's going to try to figure out any way he, he can to make that happen. It's a 2.30 kick in Stillwater, so our broadcast on the Cyclone Radio Network will begin with Brent Bloom and Ben Bruns at 12.30. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.